some of this, Michael. Be one of us. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. No way in the hallway. Back to the spook house, everybody. I have yet again my friend Doug coming in hot. We so, are. How are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty swell, man. I'm very excited about what we're gonna get into. How How are you, my friend? Oh, man, I'm I'm good. But look, man, I don't even know how to start. Um, <laughs> we can okay. do more on this. Okay, so guys, uh, we're we're obviously talking about Malignant. Um, I have not... Okay, I saw this in theaters a few nights ago. I drove home in silence. I couldn't even listen to music. I, I couldn't listen to a podcast. All I could think about was how, how do so many people love this movie? I do not fucking get it, man. Help me understand, Doug. I don't get it. I at, First of all, I want to hear what you didn't like about the movie. Because I went in I went in with very little expectations. Because James Wan seems to do his... He seems to be stuck in the same pattern over the past couple of years with his movies. Not so much where you can tell it's a James Wan movie. Because you can easily tell when he like touches a project. Which is good to have your own style. But it was just getting repetitive... He relied heavily on CGI. Stories were kind of boring, kind of weak. And I'm sure you're going to say this about this one. But I I went into this with literally no expectations. I was like, this is probably not going to be the best. If anything, it will be fun. Me and my girlfriend watched it. And I was like, this movie was fucking cool. And I was so into it. I just went along with the crazy ride. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like, it's kind of, I don't want to get fully into it right now. I want to hear uh, Okay, okay, um, okay. So you, it's safe to say that you're a James Wan fan. Like, you like his stuff, right? I would say it's, it, he's hit or miss for me. Like, I, The Conjuring, like we talked about last time, I think was, I thought was amazing. One of the best horror movies of the 2000s, at least, if we're going for that, you know, decade. Uh, fresh take on you know horrifying possession story. Uh, Saw, I love one of my favorite movies. Uh, and then The Conjuring Two, and eh, I was into The Conjuring Three. Uh, if you want to consider Aquaman one of his movies, I wasn't a fan. Uh, yeah, it's hit or miss for me. Okay, so <clears throat> James Wan for me, he's the definition of like middle of the road. I've never seen anything he's done that's amazing nor awful. He's just, he's the Martin Scorsese of generic horror movies. He's okay. he's really good at making just, he's good at making the your standard popcorn flick for the average guy. Like they're not- you on that, totally agree. And like he, what he does, he does well. He's a he's a great visual storyteller. So, you ready for my only positive for Malignant? It <laughs> does have some visually some cool stuff, some well crafted scenes. James Wan knows how to use a camera and do slick, cool stuff. That's actually what he puts on his resume. I know how to use a camera. Hire me. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, right? He, yeah, yeah. He he comes up with creative shots. Um, and Absolutely. I had I had no expectations of this. I saw the trailer before Candyman, and that was the only time I had seen it. Um, I probably was gonna skip it based on the trailer, but I saw all these people talking about how great it is, and 
And I was like, okay, well, I'll go see this movie. I, I didn't watch the trailer again. I totally forgot what it was supposed to be about. I was just like, show me a good movie. And uh, I was shocked by, I mean. <laughs> so what didn't pull you into the movie? Because I was, I wasn't, I was sold immediately. I didn't think it was boring. I mean, when you just think about it, I think when people compared it to 80s giallo Italian horror movies, that's where they went wrong. And also, dialogue isn't that if you look back to the classic 80s horror movies, whether it's American, Italian, other foreign horror movies, dialogue isn't that great anyway. I don't know what they're looking for. If they're looking for like high quality, like Christopher Nolan esque dialogue where it's very complex, but like horror movies just don't have that. Well, generally they don't have that. Um, well, if he wanted bad dialogue, he succeeded on that front. I didn't think it was that bad. I was, I was hooked in. I thought the story was interesting enough. And so basically this is how I summed it up. And me and my girlfriend both like shook our heads and we're like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, it's pretty much basket case turned up to a thousand. Yeah, uh, obviously they're, the basket case comparison is, I mean, this is kind of like a basket case remake in a way. I've actually never seen basket case. I, I know oh, okay. I, I know all about it, but I've never seen it. So in um, that case, I'm so surprised that you wouldn't think that that whole twist was pretty dope. Okay, by the, let's talk about this twist, because here's one thing I, mean, I keep. Twist. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, I kind of saw that coming from a mile away, sort of. I figured, I think 10 minutes into it, I turned to my girlfriend and said, she's going to be the killer, right? Yeah, okay. Um, but now, it wasn't, though. Uh, yeah, of, of course. That's what's kind of cool. God, I, I just, I, I don't know where to start at this. Okay, you know what? Let's go to the intro. You said you love the intro, right? Um, I almost think they shot that in post. Because it does not mesh with the movie at all. I think James Wan started to make this movie and he was aiming for, I don't know what the fuck he was aiming for, but I think halfway through he realized it was a dumpster fire. So he's like, hey, let's take this movie and sandwich it in between over the top schlock. And then I can be like, hey, I was going for this 80s throwback giallo thing and that doesn't excuse a shit movie, though. What is that? Like, not what we want, though. Not me. Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but like some. I mean, some of it. I didn't see it as. I mean, the the concepts that keep getting like. First of all, the horror movies in the mainstream. I think James Wan. To your point, James Wan is the king right now of mainstream horror movies because yeah. he's not doing remakes. He's creating his own franchises and making his original visions, even though he might borrow some ideas from older movies. It's not remaking the same movies. He took, let's just per se, let's say the basket case concept, which we haven't seen in mainstream really like that. Like, you know, it, she was the killer, but like it's a, attached to her. And it was pretty much like a Siamese twin that yeah. was, evil we don't we haven't seen that in the mainstream so for like general fans i would imagine that like people would be for people who's not used to seeing that type of movie they would be blown away at the twist i like when i was watching it i was like oh shit and uh, we talked about this last time i'm i don't see anything coming in like movies i just watch it i try to like talk it out and mm. My girlfriend Kelly, she was like, "Oh, she's the killer." But when you realize the actual reveal, you're like, "Oh shit!" Like at least that's how we saw it. We're like, "Oh shit!" Like it's like some crazy alien thing attached to the back of her head, and then like you realize the reason why she was uh, like walking backwards is because like that was like him walking forward, and like that. I don't know. To my simple brain, I was like, holy shit, that's so cool. And it's better than like the glitchy, like possession, possession walk 
where it's like the fast, rigid movements. Like I had enough of that. I don't okay. want it anymore. That's fair. Okay. Um, okay. You make it make a good point there. Like for a mainstream audience, like just your average jabroni off the street that <laughs> doesn't watch a lot of horror yeah. movies, like I'm sure that blew their minds. Um, but even to to you know horror lovers uh, like us, I saw it and I was like, okay, it's pretty much Basket Case, but like there's a lot of saw elements in there. It's very once the reveals start happening, you find out like she had this uh, invisible friend, and then you find out it was so something attached to the back of her head. And I saw it also as a metaphor for like you know something taking like uh, anxiety or depression taking over your brain and like trapping it inside of you, so you have to deal with it. Uh, I, I thought it was good on that level as well. Not just like a basic horror level. Uh, yeah, I mean, those are all good points. And it, it's not what the movie is about or what the twist or what it, it, what happens. It's the execution of everything. When I was watching it, it reminded me, did your grandma ever used to watch like daytime soap operas? Like The Young and the Restless uh, as the world turns? Pr probably, but I wasn't uh, okay see it oh, okay so <laughs> dude some of the acting reminded me of like just it was like daytime soap opera acting oh, like okay let's just acting alone what did you think of the lead actress her sister uh the two detectives like just all right the, the two detectives i'll give you that basic hard-nosed cops who just don't believe the people that are trying to like tell them something's going on and they shut it down until they experience it themselves. And then they want to help out until it's too late. Uh, I thought the lead actress was highly believable. I didn't think the characters were that dumb because like they saw the problem and they were both working on a solution. They weren't like these like timid People who are like, you know, she obviously she's emotional about it because she doesn't know what's going on, but it wasn't your basic teenage stupidity. You know, it wasn't uh, just like, why yeah. is this person like like it, it seemed logical. All the all the actions that the character did seem logical to her character. It seemed logical what she would actually do. Okay, sure. Um, that's, that's how I viewed it. Yeah. But again, from strictly an acting standpoint, okay, just specifically that the two detectives, that guy, what's his name? Cook, Kakoa? Okay, okay. Yeah, the name. I was like, chocolate? What's going on? <laughs> okay. okay. That dude has the personality of a dead moth. He, he is like, <laughs> I should have wrote down some of his best lines because he is just not a good actor, man. Straight up. And uh, and not Wanda Sykes. She was dude. I was like, is that? I literally. <laughs> uh, I said to Kelly, "I'm like, yo, fucking Wanda Sykes over here, the cop. What's going on?" My favorite line of hers, possibly the worst line in the the movie. She's like, "Send backup. Send the national fucking guard." I'm like, oh, what are we doing here? What is this? But what didn't you, what didn't you like about the lead actress though? Because she was giving it her all. Like she was leaning into it. Uh, she was trying, bless her heart. Um, <laughs> I just thought that no, I, I mean, but not the worst actress I've ever seen. But what was wrong with her? Uh, just didn't, just didn't work for me, man. I don't know. She was you just didn't like you didn't believe her emotion. I, I, everything, everything. Okay, you know what? Uh, I know we're kind of jumping all over the place here. Uh, <laughs> take, to take it back to the intro, um, I thought that I thought somebody was going to yell "cut," and they were like in a movie within a movie. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. It looked very like it was a set piece and it was shot on a sound studio. Yeah, and everything was so overacted, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like it, it just. I, think it was, I thought it was cool when they showed. You know, Gabriel, as we know now, behind uh -huh. that 
uh, behind that like um, satin curtain or whatever, and you're like, what the fuck? That looks like an alien. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. You don't know that it's attached to uh, the lead. I don't know. The, I forget the character's names. Madison. Oh, yeah. See, you even remember. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, forget it. So the intro was like, okay, weird start. Let's 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 carry on. And you have the uh, the super loud uh, Pixies. Where is my mind? Yeah, remix, remix. Which, I, yeah, whatever. It's fine. A little on the nose. It was better yeah. than a slowed down version of the song. Oh yeah! Wow. Yep. I see. That's so cool. That because the song's called "Where Is My Mind." So that should have been a dead giveaway. <laughs> that's a cool little musical hint that they added in there yeah so <laughs> like yeah sure oh man i'm blowing yeah. your mind right now um here's my mind so and then we meet madison's husband he's like this uh abusive dickhead kind of guy um it <sighs> It, but then it cuts to like straight horror, like James Wan conjuring style horror, you know? Yeah. So there's a dramatic tone shift there. Um, so, I mean, that just, that just threw me off because yeah, whatever, what I've been hearing, I mean, I, this movie has been getting loved and hated. A lot of people are from what I've, uh, what I've been hearing is that, uh, the movie wasn't sure what genre it was taking on. It didn't know what it wanted to be. And I thought, I mean, let's take Hereditary, for example. It's a family drama sprinkled with horror all over it and, and cult horror. This one, you know, I will, it wasn't, and I'm with you, the execution might have been a little poor on that front, but it was absolutely a horror drama in my eyes, it didn't go comical, awkwardly, you know. I, I thought it kept its footing the whole entire time. Um, okay. This is supposed to be a horror movie. What, Nate, give me one scary moment in this movie where you were like, whoa. Like, um, again, horror, it seems like horror is subjective nowadays because, like, people who are afraid of uh, home invasion that mm. could have really like creeped them out seeing that like dark shadow that kind of creeped me out a little bit uh, people could be afraid of just extreme violence and gore that could have made them scared you know but typically generally was I with jumps I was so satisfied actually that there weren't those cheap jump scares because it's been like I'm tired of that like I'm tired of being yeah. like seeing the camera slow down and you know something's coming. I didn't think it was predictable. Uh, but, the scares, but, but really, but that's what the husband's death was. That was paint by numbers. James Wan, you know, the, the blender turns on in the kitchen. So he goes to investigate and then the fridge opens and then jump scare. Uh, the, the ghosts Madison slams his head into the wall. I mean, that was like, Oh, I thought it was done tastefully, though. Done, yeah. done before, but like, okay, it wasn't like, I don't think it was thrown in your face. It's like, all right, you know something's going to happen, but it wasn't like you're like, okay, I know this is going to happen at this second. I know what's going to happen. That twist of the neck, that wasn't – that was – I mean, the practical – I thought they used um, less CGI in this movie. Granted, they did use CGI, but like – the way his neck was contorted looked pretty gnarly. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it looked cool. Um, but yeah, that was a standard James Wan jump scare scene, I thought. And it complete with staticky TV because, ooh, spooky, even though TVs don't glitch like that now. Not, you not know. What? Hey, man, even iPhones were staticky in this movie. <laughs> When I saw that, I'm like, come on, dude. Really? It's a good thing they weren't playing Night of the Living Dead on TV. I'm surprised they weren't. <laughs> I hope our stream doesn't start doing static glitch. Oh, it's so also, I did think, uh, what did you think about how Gabriel communicated through electricity? Um, Although, I will tell you, sorry, sorry to cut you off to your point. No, the no, best line in the movie, 
to your point of what the cop uh, said about the National Fucking Guard, in the yeah. beginning, the doctor who was like, he's broadcasting his thoughts. It's like, yeah. yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you for saying that out loud. <laughs> we were all thinking it. You just said it. That we, me, uh, I was like, wow, this is fucking great. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that one. Uh, but the radio thing, it just, it, it, it did nothing for me. I just thought it was stupid and cliche and the, yeah. the evil voice that by the end of the movie, he's having a full on conversation with Madison. Like once he started fully talking, it kind of took me out of it. Cause I, cause it just seemed like, but again, if you want to turn, flip it on the, the depression angle, it's kind of like you're having a conversation with yourself and like fighting with your anxieties and fighting with like the demons that are inside you. Yes. A little corny. I didn't see it as completely, you know, completely awful. Um, so when the sister was like, what did you do to my sister? And he says, she's not your sister and flips the fucking hospital bed over. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. What was, if- <laughs> that, that was, that was a little corny. That was a little corny, but tell me that gun. Tell me that jail scene was an absolute fire. Um, I was laughing so hard. Uh, okay. First of all, why were all the prisoners like 1970s? Like, did they get arrested at a disco? What was that? <laughs> that was like complete. Like, it looked like they were at like a uh, Melissa Etheridge hoedown with all that flannel. <laughs> Melissa Etheridge hoedown. Yeah, they just got back from uh, Lilith Fair. Um, <laughs> but dude, they like. Sorry, I'm grabbing your. Reach. What are you snacking on over there? I got. I got to pull. I got to pull it out. Got. Got to have some Reese's, man. No, it's okay. We can take a little uh, snack break. No, I'll let you. Uh... <laughs> got to have the sugar. Got to have the sugar. <laughs> but so uh, the, the jail scene. Um, I thought it was comical and just, dude, the visual of her walking backwards. Ducking a punch from somebody coming up and then like doing all this kung fu. That was so dope. The arm through the chest, how she was beating everyone's ass and just like shooting everybody, stabbing everyone. It, I feel like once you, once you accept the movie for what it is, you could completely enjoy it and be like, this movie's nothing serious. It's not trying to be, you know, a ten out of ten hereditary it's not trying to be the exorcist it's trying to be it's trying to be not even a little campy it's just like it is what it is it's a crazy fucking scene you're like holy fuck like all the 80s movies that we love Mm -hmm. maniac Mm -hmm. basket case uh even killer clowns matter space um those are such outlandish and ridiculous uh, um, there's so many outlandish and ridiculous scenes in that movie and it doesn't take you out of it at all because it's just ridiculous like the concepts of the 80s are kind of like bleeding into this movie just in a modern take uh, yeah okay I can see that a little bit but okay that's that's one I'm not positive. trying to change your opinion here by the no way. no I'm I, yeah I'm not trying to change yours but it's just funny how we saw two completely different movies. Yes. And uh, <laughs> man. Okay. So you like From Dust Till Dawn, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That was one of the first great okay. movies I ever saw, I believe. Okay. Great movie. And the first hour of the movie is something completely different. But when everybody turns into vampires and it becomes in a, a completely different movie, it's great. Because what we saw before that is an amazing movie with this. You don't just because there's a crazy twist that doesn't negate the fact that everything I've seen before that is complete shit. Like, <laughs> okay. I, I see your point. Totally. But like, I don't care if dragons flew out of her asshole and 
lit the whole gel on fire with their fire breath. I, I you can you at that point. Shang-Chi. What's that? If you want dragons coming out of asses? Go see Shang-Chi. <laughs> That's time. <laughs> exactly, folks. <laughs> Go see. Yeah. But um, I, I thought like, at least from my perspective, the movie was paced perfectly. It kept me intrigued. Like I wanted to see what was going to happen next the whole time. And it didn't feel it was, wasn't a long dragged out movie. Uh, it kept me on my toes the whole entire time just because I was wondering, I couldn't, I couldn't crack the code myself. I couldn't figure out what was going on. So I was into it. Um, I've got like a little list of little list here of moments, just real head scratchers. Mm. So I'm just going to kind of go down them and I'm just going to get do your it. thoughts. Let's do, Let's it. do it. Okay. Um, first of all, this is just uh, kind of maybe a nitpick, but the, the opening scene and when the sister goes back to the hospital, that is like Dracula's castle on a cliff. Yes. Accurate. It was like Aqua Teen Hunger Force where they, had that the doctor's castle in the beginning with like a thunder striking and everything. I, I'm surprised there weren't thunderclaps and a wolf howling in the background. It was like, can you be any more generic and lazy? It, and I think it was just like a matte painting or something. It was just like a, it looked like a screensaver. <laughs> it looked like the background of the stream yard. It, it looks like our background right now. That's kind of why I chose this. I was looking for backgrounds. I was like, okay. All right. So that was a little nitpick. Um, the part where the lady falls through the roof. Um, dude. So she gets like kidnapped and <clears throat> tied up in a roof. And we don't know where this roof is. And then like an, a long time goes by. And then it's like, oh, we're back with this lady. What's she doing? And then she just randomly collapses through the floor. <clears throat> it's. But we find out if you, this is why I believe this movie deserves a second watch because when the cop is chasing Gabriel throughout the, uh, throughout the town and she's like going underground, she's, she dug a tunnel or somehow figured out a way to get to her house. You know, so she's not seen throughout the streets. And that's how she winds up in the attic. And we find out that that's her actual mother. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. So I, uh, I have a question. I have a, I have a question. All right. How come we can forgive the movies that we love from like the 80s and 90s? Let's say just for example, like, I don't know, Halloween 4 or Halloween 5. Um, hey, don't drag Halloween 4 into this. <laughs> what? So don't drag Halloween four into this. Oh, it's, oh she's coming. She's coming <laughs> but like, we can't, we forgive those corny ones, maybe for nostalgia reasons. And then new movies that are at least trying something, trying to be unique, trying to take these old concepts that haven't been uh, touched upon in years. People, you know, discourage those and nitpick those. Not saying that I'm not, you know, hating on you for, you know, uh, criticizing it or anything like that. That's how we break down movies because we love, we just love movies. Yeah. Um, but it's so funny how we forgive those old movies because just, we love them so much or we grown to love them. And then with these new movies, we're so critical about every little thing instead of just kind of, you know, suspending disbelief and just enjoying a movie that's not trying so hard to be a classic. It's just a good fun movie. Yeah, I, that's that's a good point. But here's here's the thing. I think James Wan, when he was making this movie, he was like, "I'm making a kick-ass movie." I people give too much credence to this whole. Uh, oh, it was an '80s throwback, man! Like it's a it's a giallo thing. It's campy and over the top. Like, yeah, you can have elements of that, but and still make a good movie and have good acting and dialogue and I don't I don't know man I like, want to know what makes Malignant any different from any of those 80s movies I don't see it I didn't see any Giallo influence like at all actually in this movie 
Yeah, I guess. Um, it looked like it felt like a James Wan movie. Right. He's just too slick to pull off yes. 80s throwback stuff. If that's what he was actually intending to do. If that was his intention, I guess all those points are a little more valid. But I, in my opinion, they were just executed piss poorly if that's what he was trying to do. Um, like what? What did? What did you not get from this movie that you would have wanted? What would you have liked to see in *Malignant* that you, that you were missing? Um. Okay. Oh wow. Um. Uh, better. <laughs> better. Just a better script overall. Like just a okay. better dialogue and story. A lot of the lines, uh, and the acting is a a big part of it, man. Um. I mean, I thought it was atrocious acting, but God, I don't even know, Doug. I don't know. I'm I'm at a loss for fucking words, man. Um, okay, okay. Uh, here, we're, here's we're a, asking I'm, hard questions here. Uh, I know. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull another one of these off my list here. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know the uh, forensic lady with big glasses. That was like the comic relief. The young one, like the one who yes. was kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's James Wan's wife. Oh, I didn't know and that. Sh she helped write the movie or it was like a story by James Wan and this Interesting. lady. Interesting. So that's why when I was watching this, I was like, she couldn't have been like first pick for like, what does uh, Detective Coco say? <laughs> He's like. Detective Hot Chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Never, never eat one of those 100% cocoa bars. They taste like fucking concrete. <laughs> it is not chocolate, guys. <laughs> Doug will stick with his Reese's. Thank There's you very much. Actual <laughs> chocolate. That's what we only go for. Yeah. But when Detective Coco was like, <laughs> <laughs> Detective Coco. <laughs> A crossover of that Disney movie Coco with Malignant. That would be. Oh, oh man! But when he was like, uh, I, "We just need to find the other half," or we just need to keep looking for the other half, and she's like, "Don't we all?" Or I'm like, "What the fuck? Who oh, wrote yeah, this?" Yeah, yeah. It's like, who wrote this shit? Like, what? I don't know. That didn't offend me that much because, like, it's sarcastic. It's not like over the top funny. It's just like a little subtle. Just a regular subtle line, and you have to think. I mean, this is kind of what my, uh, where my mind goes to when I see overly comedic stuff in like any movie. Really, it's like okay, or like in any drama movie. That's just like, that's just life, you know. As corny as that sounds, that sounds very like you know, wispy and something you would see like on a Target bath mat or something. But like, people deal with difficult situations with humor and like they just that's kind of a glimpse into her life even though they really didn't build out her character you just kind of know what she's like off from that one line but it you know it wasn't it didn't wasn't too offensive yeah i mean that was just a, a little head scratcher moment for me it, that's not what ruined the movie like um, the movie like like freaky i watched freaky and i was like wow this movie is dog shit and really? they were, that was like a horror comedy and it just it didn't hit on any cylinder for me wasn't funny it was same tired vince vaughn attitude just didn't it wasn't funny to me it wasn't the horror wasn't there for me the, the comedic moments weren't there for me that's a movie that seemed like they were just trying it was pretty much fucking freaky friday with horror elements uh in it it, it just didn't land yeah i never saw that one i was like uh, free. Uh, so if you want to, I was not paying for that shit. Uh, I was going to watch it on the plane back from California and decided to go with uh, Get Out instead, uh, which I will watch that movie over and over. Uh, freaky, I'm glad I didn't spend money on it in the theater because I would have been very disappointed. Curious to know what you would think about that movie. About Freaky? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Great name, by the way. <laughs> um yeah, Get Out is a high rewatchability factor. It's a it's a modern classic in horror. It really is. That's a that's a good movie. Um, okay, the chase scene that we touched upon earlier. 
with our boy Coco chasing, oh, yeah, yeah. Coco. chasing, chasing parkour undertaker through the streets <laughs> of Seattle. <laughs> that's like that trench coat, man. But is that, tell me that's not a cosplay right there. Next Halloween, this Halloween guarantees some people are, people are going to take that costume and be like fucking Gabriel. If somebody wants to cover 95% of their face with a wig to, to risk it for that look, then Hey, go for it. You're going to be like bumping into walls and shit all night. <laughs> you need, you need a companion with you to hold your hand pretty much. <laughs> or like a uh, service dog. Service dog would be great. Okay. A couple of parts about that chase scene. When they go into the, the area with the, the carriages from like the 1800s, like those would still be down there and there's fog everywhere, even though they're indoors. It's like James. Are you sure was he dust? Like, dude, there was like a, three feet of uh, just fog. Like you would see in an old cemetery, in an 80s movie. Like, dude, you're indoors. Like, you're setting the ambiance. Uh, but you know what, when, Phil? You know what I think? I don't. That? I don't think you like to have fun. Oh, oh, I love to have fun. I'm wearing an Ernest Scared Stupid shirt. I love dude, fun. Really? Yeah, it's pretty sick. No fucking way. Who? What, what <laughs> company makes that shirt? That uh, it, Cavity Colors, I think, did this one. Oh, okay. I didn't even know they did a whole Ernest line. That's really cool. I, I think it was just a one-off shirt, if I'm not mistaken. But now there is a good, campy, fun movie for you. That's give wonderful. Me, give me Ernest Scared Stupid and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's all I want. Um Okay, the specific moment when Detective Coco is jumping down from the fire escapes oh, yeah. and he jumps onto the dumpster and he lands on his side? Oh, yeah. I mean... Like, what the fuck is that? You just got to throw suspension of disbelief out the window at that point because John Wick 3, John Wick literally fell from 50 feet down onto concrete and that motherfucker kept walking. So, like, yeah, it's a little unbelievable... But also, yeah. it's Hollywood, baby. That's showbiz. It's going to be some <laughs> stupid shit. Something, and I get it. Some things you just can't look past, you know. Obviously, he would have a fucking broken arm in two seconds. Like, maybe in the next scene, if he had a cast on, that would have been better for you to see. Mm. But I was just like, yeah, this movie's just just ridiculous. Like, take, I'm taking nothing seriously from it. Yeah, I mean, and again, these are just little moments. This isn't, yeah. it's not like I saw this moment and I was like, that's it. This movie's shit. I mean, you just like it. it to be tightened up a little more. Uh, a lot more. Yeah, or just start over with a different <laughs> movie. Um, <laughs> you can keep Parkour Undertaker. I mean, that's fine. <clears throat> you didn't think that golden dagger that he had was pretty fire? Oh, you mean that he made out of her uh, VMA award or whatever? Yeah. Her fucking her Oscar, yeah. her, her Razzie Award, if that's what you say. Yeah, Razzie Award. Uh, yeah, um, dude, the uh, the pacemaker part where that she runs into a security guard and he's oh, like, yeah. oh, he's like, oh, my chest is on, on fire, and then his a little squib explodes on his chest. It was like, Oh my god but that's what i thought was cool going into it watching the trailer i was like oh this is gonna be like very like contained like very serious horror movie and as the movie unfolded i was like this movie's fucking nuts it's just all over the place and they just keep yeah. well, it one they keep going from one crazy thing to the next where i was just completely sold on it that's all. That's all I can say. I was just like, "This movie is fucking crazy." And then when they get to the jail scene where she's ripping out fucking people's hearts and shooting cops, I was like, "Bravo, let's fucking go!" And like, the work <laughs> was fucking. I thought it was great, and the kills were cool, um, which is what you want out of a horror movie, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, not the greatest movie of all time just like a fun night out to the theater i, I watched it on hbo max uh me and my girlfriend watched it on tv yeah. so I, if i saw it in the theater 
I would have probably been like fucking shouting, screaming, because I'm like that guy. I was <clears throat> I was laughing through a lot of it. Um, and that's, it remi- that's a good emotion to have too, you know? Because it's, it so, re- it's so ridiculous. Dude, it reminded me so much of the happening. Like, in <laughs> Shyamalan. It, 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 there's even... Okay, it would be like if people said... Dude, just wait till you see the twist on the happening. Just wait, dude. Oh, my God. And then you find out it's the plants killing everybody. And it, imagine you saw the happening and everybody was raving about it. Wouldn't you be like, what the... F- did Did y'all see the same movie that I saw? Because I don't... I think my biggest issue with this is not so much the movie itself. It's the... The like everybody's just losing their shit over it. It's very split down the middle. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people fucking hate this movie and a lot seem to love it. And I just don't, I just don't get it. Yeah. And people people love it. Whose opinions I respect very much. And I'm usually like right there with their reviews. And I'm like, Whoa, what? Like, no about, about you know having a conversation about movies that it's all subjective you could love something you could hate something and just talking about it in this capacity you know just talking about it with you you know maybe i'll go back on a second watch and not like it as much because you're pointing out these things that i didn't notice or maybe you'll go back and watch it and be like you know what it's actually not that bad um the good thing about movies you can rewatch it and your opinion can change a movie that you've watched 10 years ago that you disliked, you could like now yeah. or the other way around. Yeah. So it's cool that, uh, I know, will go back and rewatch this. I will give it a rewatch. Um, I have a feeling this is going to be one of those movies that turns into like a drinking game kind of movie. Like, <laughs> like, dude, you gotta just grab a beer and watch this movie because Wow. But this is very, this is going to be very off topic, like extremely off topic. But you mentioned a drinking game. I know you're a mommy. I know you love oh my God. Tom yeah. Christina P. If you didn't watch the episode with Shaggy from ICP. That, it was so good. I loved it. And uh, in the comments, they were like, every time he says, you know, or you know what I'm saying? Take a drink. He says it every two seconds. It yeah, was yeah. so good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. You're going to be in the fucking hospital getting your stomach pumped in 20 minutes. Dude, that was was a great episode. Oh, my God. Thanks for shouting out your mom's house on the spook house. I think that's the first time this ever happened. Shout out to the mommies. (laughs) Keep them high and tight. Um, Dude, we got to talk about the police station matrix Resident Evil fight scene wasn't that dope no because <laughs> that part kind of made me think of saw a little bit with like the fast-paced motions and you saw you've seen saw correct yeah it's been a while i was never a huge fan of saw but well, okay. yeah, right, Tom. I, maybe you just don't like james Wan. i like i said middle of the road i yeah. mean he's he's basic cable you know <laughs> And you're not wrong about that. You're not. I think Saw hit so big, and that was like the peak, especially Lee Winnell and James Wan. Pretty much, you know, it was a short film, uh, and then they turned it into a full blown feature, and it got so much hype and so much praise. Was that, that a think, short film? Uh, yeah, it was really? a short film at first, and they shopped it around, and uh, Lionsgate purchased it, and they fleshed it out and everything, uh, and made it to what it is. Uh, that's the only movie that I actually uh, snuck into. Uh, my whole entire life. Oh, wow. 2004, I was 14 uh, when I saw that. Nice. Um, it was rated R, so I couldn't couldn't get a ticket. Um, but yeah, uh, that was like the reveal in that movie. Not even a twist, just a reveal in Saw. It's like, I think it's one of the best twists in cinematic history. You just strip away all genres from it. Like, I think Usual Suspects have one, has one of the best twists in cinematic history, Saw is right up there. Because you don't see that coming at all. 
Yeah. Um, for anybody in case anyone hasn't seen Saw. But. Yeah, it's, it's been a very long time since I've seen it, but I do remember being uh, quite surprised by the yeah. twist there. And, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Um, yeah, uh, the, the police station, Resident Evil. I mean, this was just like, just schlock to the max. Like, just, ah, man. But again, isn't that what we want? This was Vin Diesel jumping a motorcycle onto the back of a moving dump truck and yeah. it explodes. It, exactly. <laughs> but it's, not in a not in a good way, Doug. <laughs> it's in a good, bad way. I mean, it was so like she's chopping necks, she's ripping out fucking hearts, she's punching through people's chests. You just gotta go with the ridiculousness of but, it. That's the thing. I don't think that he was trying to make a over the top, so good it's bad movie. I think he was like, yo, this is badass. Ah, man, this is going to look so good. But it just turned out that way. I mean, I don't think, I don't think anyone, any director goes into the movie sit, like um, uh, purposely making a shit movie. Tommy Wiseau thinks The Room is one of the greatest movies of all time. That movie gets laughed at and it's so bad but it's so good and it still plays in driving theaters and the and regular theaters and stuff like that i mean yeah. things wrong for all i mean i it, you are right he, i think he seeked out to make a really unique and interesting horror movie did he achieve that to some degree i think he did to your point more middle of the road but I would rather take Malignant over Halloween 2018. Hey, I'll no. take it over Freaky. I'll oh, take it over. Uh, I'll take it over. Um, name a couple other horror movies that came out in the last couple of years that are just retreads of the same shit and doesn't have enough feel. Like you could tell that James Wan cared about it at least. I don't want to see any. You know, it, well, it, it wasn't a cash grab like the remakes are. It wasn't just a retread of the same shit. It was well, just I, him trying something. I didn't know you were going to drag Halloween 2018 into this, but if you want to go there, we can fucking go let's there, go, okay? Fucking My go. God. Stop the damn match. My God. <laughs> My God, King. Bring the puppies out. My God, mankind is dead. Um, He's coming uh, back to the ring, King. Okay, you can't, man. Damn it, why'd you have to bring 2018 into this? Sorry, because man. It's just how I feel. You you can tell that they care about the movie Halloween. Like they God damn, it, I don't not even gonna start talking about Halloween right now. <laughs> but you know what? I will say this. The same people that are like, yo, malignant is the best fucking movie ever. It's this and that. They are going to be the same ones that tear Halloween kills to fucking pieces and scrutinize every little detail. And I can already, I can already hear it. And I'm not saying that Halloween kills is going to be perfect. I'm so far. The reviews aren't that great. I don't know if you, I, I haven't been reading the reviews. I want to go in fresh. The only yeah. one I saw was that it was a, uh, I haven't read any yeah. of the reviews. I haven't seen shit. I haven't seen the trailer. I don't want to. But I, I think I think the, I think horror fans. I mean, it, it could go to one or the other extreme. It's like there's plenty of horror fans that love everything, and there's so many horror fans that are very critical about everything they see. There's not too much in the middle, and it would be cool if we could kind of get back to at least if you don't like something. This could, this could go for a lot of things too. At least like point out some positives about the movie because believe it or not, there are some good things about terrible movies and terrible music. You could find something that you connect with at least a little bit to not completely shit on someone's work. Granted, some of them, some movies and some other things are complete garbage, but you know, I, I hate when people say, I could have done better. This script is garbage. Okay, go fucking do it then. Shop, write a script, ship it around to Hollywood, go get an agent, go work on a set, go do, if you think you could do better, go out and do it. But until then, shut the fuck up. 
I'm sorry. That's just how I feel. Doug just dropped his laptop. <laughs> I'm about to like, flip tables. Laptop drop. No, look, you're totally right. Um, I, I'm obviously not a fucking filmmaker. I've, I've never written a script. Um, wait, sorry. S- s- say something else, Doug. Hey. Oh, okay. Okay. You're good. You're. Oh, I, I kind of whispered what I just said. Oh, okay. Um, but <laughs> you're I like, to, I didn't want to interrupt you. You're like, yeah, fucking, yeah, fucking right. You're not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I look, I don't go see any movie thinking like with my arms crossed, like, yeah, this is going to be a piece of shit. Like I've, Dude, this is just how I how I'm saying how I feel. I can't help it, man. Like your, your I, feelings are totally valid. Everything you feel about any movie you see, that's yours to own. Yeah, and I don't want to like put on this. Um, I don't want anybody to feel like they're excluded because they feel this way, and I don't like. Obviously, everything's subjective. Like you know, people are going to like different shit. That's just how it is. Um, it's just when people aren't as open-minded as you are, as someone like you are, you know, you're willing to give a movie a second chance. Is that just that someone who's like, the script is garbage. That's it. Like, yeah, I feel like you need to provide an explanation as to like why you don't like something. Like, let's have a conversation about it. Let's talk about it rather than just put a stamp on it saying this is garbage or this is amazing. Yeah. Um, the, the biggest thing with me is like, I just don't understand the knee jerk praise and react the, the overwhelming love for this movie. I'm, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I'm glad people like it, but I will never get it. I'll give it a second watch. I will. Um, yeah, that's how I feel about Halloween the new Halloween franchise. I don't see what people see in it. It didn't. And I love Halloween. I love Halloween one through resurrection. I love them all. The new one, the 2018 one just didn't get me. I'm glad that Michael Myers, that we get to still see him on the screen. It's, it's a cool thing for us to have, you know, like 40 years later, to still see this like iconic horror villain like wreaking havoc through uh, the world, but yeah, I just same same way you feel about Malignant, I just don't see the point or like you know the story just didn't didn't get me. And people, do you like moments from that movie? Like, because there are some great sequences. I mean, was, I'll dude, I'll nitpick it with you, man. There's plenty about that movie I'm not crazy about, but there's so can, much oh, there's sorry. so much that they got right. I mean, personally, I think there's they got a lot right in that movie. I'll put it like that. I would like to it would be cool if we could break down the the Halloween movies if you want to do that cuz honestly, Halloween 2018 was so forgettable to me that I don't remember. So I will gladly watch it again. Oh, dude. Yeah, let's do it. Like, I'm not, I'm not against, like, wa- like watching movies that I fucking absolutely hate. Like, I watched uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. I think we talked about that last time. I don't remember if you've seen it or not. Yeah, I, I saw it once. Yeah. Okay. I think I saw it about, I think I saw it about three times. Just because I, I just kept trying. I kept trying. And I was like, this movie sucks. Like, Jackie Earl Haley is, is fine in it. It's yeah. a great job, but it's just like it's just so like the same hard tropes that you see over again. It's just like so lazy, like lazy writing, uh, lazy jump scares, everything about it. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just not going to try anymore. Yeah, I mean that's just it's just a bad movie. That's yeah. and the way you feel about that movie. That's how I feel about Malignant. It's just <laughs> I think it's just bad. I'm I can't help it. I. I will try to write a script, Doug. I'll, I'm going to try to become a filmmaker. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, your feelings are totally valid. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't. Let me retract half retract some of that statement. You shouldn't shut the fuck up if you say that. But like, give constructive criticism as to why you think something is garbage, rather than just saying. This I've tried. I've, 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 I've tried to on this episode. I hope I did. I mean, I. Oh well, yeah, we had a good conversation about it. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm an idiot, man. When somebody's like, well, why don't you like it? I'm like, because it's shit. I don't know. <laughs> but when I'm when I'm going to sleep tonight, I'm going to have the perfect answer for you. Like, as soon as I drift off, and I'm going to text it to you and be like, take that, Doug. Well, you know, because there's some reasons why, I mean, you just like, obviously, you just like what you like, and you don't like what you don't like. I, I, I think it's interesting to find the, the root of the reason as to why people don't like something or do like something. Cause I feel like there's always a reason. Obviously you hate it for, for you just didn't like it. Yeah. But there ha I feel like there is a reason as to why you didn't like it. And you explained it and you explained it for I, sure. I, I tried to, I don't know. Um, I, yeah. I love having these conversations, especially two opposing opinions. Yeah. I, Dude, I almost stepped out of the theater and like called you. I was like, "Yo, what the fuck are you?" <laughs> I, I was on the phone until like three a.m. <laughs> Anytime you want to do that, feel free. Yo, by the way, how good was that that chair toss in the police station? I, that oh, was that the last. Amazing. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that that's that's the ridiculousness of it. It was just so like this shit. Oh. Like, James Wan had like those moments. I'm convinced that James Wan was like, what would happen if he winged a chair 20 feet into the fucking door and like smacked him in the head? Like, and they did it. And I was like, all right, this Gabriel's no fucking joke. Yeah. Well, I'm still convinced that he was like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> oh, absolutely. He probably thought it was the coolest fucking moment. <laughs> um, yeah, we were supposed to talk about Candyman, folks, but <laughs> I I knew I was like, man, there's <clears throat> yeah, this is gonna be a full this this is gonna be a barn burner, <laughs> a real slobber knocker. I was took the words right out of my <laughs> stupid face, dude. If you want to do a full breakdown of the Halloween series, we'll talk about whatever you want. I would love to do it. Let's do it. I'm actually Let's doing break. a. Um, well, the Halloween two watch along will have already dropped before this came out, but tomorrow I'm doing a Halloween four and five watch along with my friend, Zach, he's oh, coming awesome. over and we're going to watch those and we're going to try to do six H2O and maybe 2018. My goal is to have those all out before Halloween kills. So that's kind of less than a month away. So that's well, a got, tall, some time. Yeah, that's a tall order. Um, Got about like uh, 20 something days. Yeah. But, dude, if you want to do an episode and we just. I'll tell you what, you rewatch Halloween 2018. I'll rewatch Malignant and uh, we can we can discuss our findings. And Absolutely. I'll do it tonight. I'll do it like way later on tonight. Okay. I believe, I, I, I believe it's on Hulu. If I'm not mistaken. Is it? it used to be. Okay, I need to give it a rewatch myself. I mean, 2018 was a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen it, uh, you know, a few times since then, but I need to give it a, a proper Halloween rewatch. Yeah, it needs to be fresh in the brain. Yeah. Well, Doug, I don't want to uh, beat mankind to death anymore. <laughs> oh, so you're the, oh, so you want to be fake Gabriel in this? I'm Undertaker, dude. Oh, you admit that trench coat is cool. Oh my god! I mean, does he or does he not look like Undertaker? He definitely does. I was waiting for like the bells to start fucking ringing <laughs> and some like church organ to start playing. That would have been awesome. Paul Bearer show up. Yeah, they could have dug Paul Bearer up for this one. Yeah. Um. All right, Doug. Well, I don't want to take too much more of your time as always i appreciate you coming on the podcast man it's always a blast to have you here we're gonna do many more of these because My favorite I like talk yeah man um so guys if you're still listening thank you so much check out doug at what how can people find you uh well they could go onto my instagram since i'm pretty active on there doug uh, supernatural Yes, that's correct. Where's, where's your name come from? Why'd you name it Doug Supernatural? Oh, uh, okay. So this is weird. Uh, so it's, it's, I mean, it should be like Doug is supernatural. So there's uh -huh. kind of like a, an apostrophe there that's a bit invisible. 
but there's this turnover song if you know the band turnover i did i like it. the song called supernatural oh shit and i just love that song and i put doug supernatural <laughs> pretty much it nothing horror related at all um dizzy on the come down by turnover yeah. is yeah. one of the best songs yeah. like ever i think that song you know, is so good very interesting band yeah, I really like them. Good shout out. <laughs> yeah, they have they have good their that supernatural album. It's just very like it's a good album to put on repeat if you're just like hanging out, want something like very smooth and melodic to listen to. It's really dope. You know what? I might put it on tonight. Um yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Doug. Well, dude, thank you so much for doing this. I'm gonna stop this recording. I hope it doesn't kick you off, <laughs> but We'll we'll see how this goes. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. If you dig the show, leave five stars on iTunes and all that good stuff. Thank you so much for listening. If you love Malignant, I still love you, okay? It, it's nothing personal. It just is what it is. Um, I was, yeah. We could do part two of this episode if you want. Oh, I feel, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure The Undertaker and Kane had like, what, three uh, burned alive matches? Or yeah, the Inferno, Inferno match. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> we could go three rounds. Let's go. Oh, my God. All right, Doug. Uh, thanks a lot, man. I'll talk to you next time. Of course, man. Thanks for having me. All right. Later, man. See you later, dude.